0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Where's the plane?
2: Broadcasting from Resistance headquarters. Relentlessly fighting
1: back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up. Never survive. This is the Bob Zeska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Why make trillions when we could make billions?
3: A trillion is more than a billion, numbnuts.
1: All right, zip it. You, don't, you can't even... Zip it. Zip. Look, all... Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, exhibit A. Number two, would you please back Look, me up? Look, I'm Zippy Longstocking. Shh. I can't... When a problem comes along, you must zip it. <sharp inhale> zip it good. From the case of hype in the zip it. I'm just trying zip. to... Zip! Would you like
2: to have a suckle of my zipper? I want zip. Stop! Zip it! Zip it!
1: Oh! You know... What? You're like a child. Three. Three. Talking... If you just... One time... Ta- zip it. Bob Seska! <laughs> Bob Seska! You really are sick. The Bob Seska Show.
3: Where's the play?
1: Can you tell that Jenk Uger is gonna be in the news today? <laughs> Where's the play? It is uh, Thursday, January 25, 2018 And this is the Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hi, how are you? Good to see you again Hello Bob Hi Rachel uh, We are brought to you by uh, BubbleGenius.com It's the best damn soap in the world Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group And attorney Charles J. Bowen Get free legal advice at TheBowenLawGroup.com Or just get the greatest lawyer in the world Right there at TheBowenLawGroup.com Okay, it is, uh, let's see Trump crisis day 371 284 days left until the 2018 midterms and uh oh hell where do we begin oh let's do this all right perfect Jody Hamilton Jody on the show That's
3: what we're waiting for
1: yes we are I'm going to talk with Stephanie or Bob is my name Who's our favorite whore? Stephanie Miller's still our favorite horror though but she is really with Jody on the show uh-huh. With Steph- Bob B, okay.
3: uh, you really have to have Buzz Burbank fix that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Rocky Mountain Mike. Where the hell's Rocky Mountain Mike? Yeah, come on, Mike. Get him onto this. Uh, well, but, but, I mean, <laughs> speaking of Buzz Burbank, I mean, we obviously need a, a jingle for Buzz Burbank too. So, right. <laughs> well, while, while Rocky Mountain Mike's working on fixing that one. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if he needs. I don't know if he needs to fix. it. I actually like talking about Stephanie Miller at the top of the show. I mean, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we, we exchange bodily fluids. We this do this show and that show. So, well, welcome to uh, the show today, uh, Jody. Uh, of course, Jody, you're Hamilton. the only show
3: I'm doing this week.
1: You have got the flu.
3: I've got the flu, and I didn't go into oh, Stephanie's oh, either.
1: Oh shit! So I, I can do yours in bed. You know, I, I'm afraid that I'm going to get the flu through the microphone. So. Just if you have <laughs> to, not. if you have to start coughing or sneezing or anything like that, just hold your hand over the microphone and just do it that way. I'll bit. do that. I, I promise. it work. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to get podcast flu, uh, <laughs> especially now that the doomsday clock has moved to two minutes to midnight. Isn't that
3: I scary? know. It it's
1: reminds me of the 70s. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, it's not a surprise given uh, the monster that's in the White House. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, it all has to do with uh, with that. I think we can circle everything back to to Donald Trump just destabilizing the world. And here's another great example, right, Jody? I mean, it, 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 we were warning about Donald Trump for, for like a year and a half before the election. Say, look out. Uh- I mean, he's going to become president and then he's going to destabilize the world. And everyone's like, oh, no, no, I don't think so. He's going to be presidential (laughs) yeah okay sure thank you when's that gonna start never it'll never ever start and and the first thing to kind of underscore that observation jody is the fact that donald trump spoke to uh reporters yesterday right outside of john kelly's office Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently with john kelly within earshot because he because later in the the in the conversation he shouts out to the chief he was referring to john kelly as the chief jesus this was a a really enlightening conversation between Donald Trump and a gaggle of reporters, uh, because, of course, whenever Donald Trump opens his mouth, he makes things far, far worse for himself, of course, also greatly shortens the lifespans of his legal team. As uh, as, as Rachel Maddow was joking about last night. So what happened was, uh, basically, it's Trump acting like a dick. I mean, that Mm -hmm. should come as no surprise that he was just acting like a dick in front of the reporters, just chastising them and scolding them when they didn't have uh, certain bits of information at their disposal. But uh, so I figure we can dive into this a little bit and listen to uh, to Donald Trump talking to uh, reporters yesterday. Because the big takeaway from this is, He pledged to talk to Robert Mueller and Robert Mueller's team under oath. Mm -hmm. Do you think he knows what that means exactly?
3: Well, the problem is, is talking to Robert Mueller under oath or not doesn't matter. You cannot lie to a federal law enforcement. It's the same as lying under oath. If he's going under oath, that's in front of a jury, a grand jury. Right. Whereas just talking to Bob Mueller, if he lies to Bob Mueller, it's still a crime whether he's under oath or not.
1: Exactly. Exactly right. Donald Trump doesn't understand the very basic idea that lying to the FBI is 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 equal to perjury. It's you exactly. don't. And all he needs to do is look to Mike Flynn. <laughs> I mean, this guess, is, hello. It's right there. it does. So ultimately, the reporter question that we're going to hear in this audio clip is completely irrelevant. Doesn't matter whether Donald Trump testifies under oath or not. Why? Well, you know what? I guess it does. I guess it does to this to this extent in order to testify under oath that that has to be testimony before the grand jury so in essence donald trump has pledged to testify before the grand jury (laughs) that's what he's done and of course ty cobb is like no no what 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 are you talking about it's just like a leaning on no 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 I think uh, maybe, I'm maybe for the heart attacks and strokes, I should give uh, Ty Cobb this button. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> he's, he's, he's no, I mean, time and time again, makes everything worse for himself, no matter what he does, no matter what he says. And, and the screwy thing about all of it is. He actually believes he's helping himself. He's actually thinking, oh, look, I totally nailed it. I totally, I exculpated myself. I learned that word on Law and & Order. And so now <laughs> I'm going to be good. I'm going to be able to walk away from the collusion because there is no collusion.
3: <laughs> it's not collusion. It's obstruction and conspiracy.
1: Right, right. And that's another thing that he doesn't know. <laughs> that He's walking blindly into. Oh, I guess exactly. we can do this. Hey, yo. Uh- <laughs> Like just Mr. Magoo walking right into more trouble. I don't know what I'm doing, cause I'm an idiot. You've done it again. Yeah, he's done it again. Okay, so let's uh, let's dig in here. Here's Donald Trump. We're going to try to narrate this as it goes, Jody, because okay, it's it, there's a lot of confusing parts where reporters are shouting questions and he's answering back. So let's dig in. This is Donald Trump outside of uh, Chief John Kelly's office yesterday.
2: Are you going to talk to Mullen? I'm looking forward to it, actually. You want to? Do you have a date yeah, set? a There's been no collusion whatsoever. No collusion. There's no obstruction whatsoever.
1: No obstruction. Yes, there is. That's a new one, Jody. No obstruction. That's new. Nobody,
3: nobody, uh, he just learned that word.
1: <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. The, the funny thing about that, I mean, we're, we're what? Uh, 11 seconds into this clip of audio. Already, he's just profoundly full of shit. Right. He confessed to obstruction of justice on national television, to Lester Holt's face. He said, this whole thing with Russia and Trump and Russia. (laughs) This Russia thing with Trump and Russia. I mean, that's why he fired James Comey. He said it to Lester Holt on national television. He said, "Uh, it's because of Russia.
3: He's used to depositions, which is very different than talking to a federal prosecutor.
1: Right. Especially talking to a grand jury, for that matter. Under (laughs) Which...
3: Well, you don't want he they don't want him to do that because his lawyer (laughs) won't be there to help him. Yeah. But um, uh, you can get away with in a civil deposition saying, I don't remember this. I don't remember that. But not with these guys. You can only not remember so much without looking like you're hiding something.
1: Exactly right. And and you raise a great point that that's the other layer to testifying to the grand jury under oath is Mm -hmm. that he doesn't get any help. He doesn't get Ty Cobb and Jay Succolo and, and, and John Dowd to sit there and scowl at the grand jury or threaten the grand jury. or Whatever the hell these guys do, this uh, this team of three Stooges who represent Donald Trump and have no idea. They don't even have any idea what they're walking into. They have no experience in dealing with no, a No, federal...
3: it's amazing the people that he's hired, considering the money that he's got, apparently. Right, I right. Mean, uh, what is it, John Green, I think it was Rachel Maddow oh, brought yeah, up No, t- Tom, Tom, Green. Green. Tom Green.
1: Tom Green, which of Green. course has a... Uh, not Freddie Got Fingered. No, it's not that. It's not the, <laughs> I'm going to throw the piggy down the hill Tom Green. This is a different Tom or Green. Or Drew than,
3: Barrymore's ex-husband Tom That's,
1: Green. Right, right, absolutely. And then, then uh, this, this Tom Green actually has history, this uh, lawyer Tom Green has history right. that dates back to... Uh, to Watergate. Watergate. In fact, yeah. he represented one of the Watergate uh, criminals, and, and, and actually got him off. Got him off. Got him out of a yeah. pr- prison sentence by what? Collapsing in court or something like that. <laughs> something like something that like happened. That. Something involving collapsing in court. All right. So let's get back to this uh, this Trump tape.
2: And I'm looking forward to it. I do worry when I look at all of the things that you well, people don't report about. I'm looking at what's all the All the things. All the things,
1: all the things that Fox News makes up that you don't report about. I'm looking at yeah, all, yeah, it's of incredible. The, all of those things. Get,
2: you know, the five months worth of missing texts. That's a lot of missing texts. And as I said yesterday, that's prime time. So, so he's, now,
1: huh? I don't understand what that means. I don't understand what he means by that's prime time. I don't either. That's my first question. The other question that I have is, uh, is, oh, yeah, by the way, the whole thing with the missing text is completely moot by now because the Office of the Inspector General of the Justice Department found all the texts. Yep, They, they were able to recover all the texts this morning. So that, that should become a, a completely muted uh, mm-hmm. point of conversation as far as the deep state coup goes.
3: Oh, asp- apparently there's like one sentence where they talk about the secret society.
1: Oh, yes, exactly right. One sentence. And that got entirely debunked as well. ABC News got got the full text. That was, uh, in fact, that was uh, late last night that ABC News came down with this information and completely (laughs) blew away the entire deep state coup narrative that the Republicans have been developing based on this text in which... Peter Strzok, this former, uh, well, he, he, was, he was on the Mueller team, but he's actually been demoted. He was demoted back in July.
3: Yeah, let go a while ago because of this stuff.
1: Yeah, that, that's the thing. That's the giant elephant in the room that no one on the Republican side wants to talk about. Certainly not Ron Johnson and Devin Nunes. They're not mentioning the fact that uh, Peter Strzok was weeded out by the office of the inspector general inside the Justice Department. And they discovered, oh, this guy's doing some things that may seem partisan. Why don't we take him off the investigation? Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And so that's what they did. And they basically sent him down to the equivalent of the mailroom at the FBI.
3: (laughs) No, Uh, no, no. I don't want to go to Storage B.
1: (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, With his stapler. He's down there with his stapler. At least he's (laughs) He's got his
3: his stapler. He's
1: got his stapler. And uh, so it turns out that Peter Strzok didn't even send this text message about the alleged secret society right right instead it was uh it was sent by lisa page who's a, an fbi lawyer and the right. entire text goes like this and it was a standalone text it wasn't even responding to anything or answering any questions or like it was just the text that lisa page sent to peter struck and it said are you even going to give out your calendars Seems kind of depressing. Maybe it should just be the first meeting of the secret society. So this was a a text that was in jest. If we can use that word, it was it was a silly throwaway text in another text message obtained by ABC News sent the day after the presidential election in in November 2016 uh, Strzok told page OMG, I am so depressed. I guess that was pretty much reflecting the uh, <laughs> the mood, the of, mood the of the sli- country. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's things like that, that if you're an yeah. FBI agent and you're partially tasked with investigating the Trump administration or, for, in fact, the Hillary campaign or Hillary's emails or whatever, you don't want to be sending texts like that.
3: No, I mean, obviously, they were personal to each other yeah. and you know commiserating. But yeah, they did it, I guess, on official texting. So that's why it's. Matter of public record?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And in fact, that was just stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what happened was the reason the texts weren't able to be released, that five months worth of texts, is because there was a glitch that uh, I think it was maybe a software updating glitch or something like that. And all those texts originally got lost, but across most of devices that that were being used by the FBI. And today they actually, as I said, they were able to uh, recover a bunch of those texts. So we'll find out. there you go. Yeah. So as we shoot down one crazy conspiracy theory from the Nunes, Ron Johnson crowd on the Hill, uh, there's potentially fuel for more because you can guarantee that they're going to be pouring through these text messages trying to dig up something else to uh, to use to, uh, to completely discredit the FBI. You know the law and order people. Yes. <laughs> you know the, the law enforcement party is is busily undermining the chief law enforcement agency in the United States. Very it's good. So, good. It's job. so mind-boggling. Yeah. It's
3: just like, I mean, I do think things are accelerating faster than we may have anticipated. Right, right. Just because they're thinking of talking to Trump in the next couple of weeks, that's fast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want to get back to this uh, this tape of Donald Trump talking to reporters yesterday, because we haven't even really gotten to the, the full meat of this thing, and there's so much more to talk about with regard to what okay. Trump had to say yesterday like an idiot. You do
2: sort of look at that and say what's going on mm-hmm. uh you do look at certain texts where they talk about insurance policies or insurance where they say the kinds of things they're saying you gotta be concerned but i would love to do that uh, like just to do
1: one guy When will you do like it mr
0: president
3: do you have a date you know, set with, so here's the story do you have a date set mr uh, President?
2: i don't know no i guess you're talking about two or three weeks but i would love to do it would you do in, in person? person you know again it's i have to say subject to my lawyers and all of that but i would, would love you to you
3: do, do it, it under up, mr.
2: You mean like Hillary did it under? Who said that? Oh. I
1: said that. Oh, this is where Donald Trump goes f- to full dick move. Trump. Yeah. This is where he tries to stick it to one of the reporters, and and if, it's a lady reporter, of course. Oh, absolutely, and he wouldn't have it any other way. He he goes for those kind of targets, and so. Uh, you know, not only that, but he's going to go off about Hillary Clinton not testifying under oath. But of course, Hillary Clinton did speak to the FBI. And if she lied to the FBI, they would have charged her for lying to the FBI. Because as you said, Jody, that that also is a crime.
3: It's just a different statute. But it's the same crime, basically. It's just under a different statute. That's yeah.
1: all. Yeah, and and also, boy, does Donald Trump have a boner for Hillary Clinton? This, I mean, <laughs> everything he talks about goes back to Hillary. What about Hillary? What about Hillary? Did you talk to her? Did Did she testify under oath? Did she do bad things? Did she do mean things? Why are you being? Was so she wearing mean? the same thing I wore last week? Why are you being so mean to me? Why aren't you being mean to Hillary too? <laughs> <laughs> you're
3: not a stash.
1: Yeah, you're not a stash. Yeah, see, he's, you know he's he's such a Heady little pain in the ass, isn't he? He is. Oh God. Okay, let's get back to uh, this. Oh. Did you
2: do it under oath? Uh, oh, you said it. You did say. it. You say a lot. Did Hillary do it under oath? I have no idea, but I'm not asking. I you think you, know. you have an idea. Don't you, think you have an be idea? Will you? Thank do you think he'll wait a minute? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Do you not have an idea? Uh, do You really I'm not sure. have an I idea. Really I'll give you an idea. She didn't do it under oath. Well, but I would out. do it under oath. Listen, but I would do it. And you know she didn't do it under oath, right? She would do it under oath. If you didn't, do it, if you didn't know about Hillary, then you're not much of a
1: reporter. If you didn't know about Hillary, you're not much of a reporter. You now, dick! Right.
3: I recall 11 hours of testimony in front of. Uh, congress that was under oath
1: absolutely that's actually what happened she actually did testify in her oath on she television sure on which,
3: television for 11 hours
1: right and and what's great about this is one of the reporters in the room and i don't know which reporter it was because i i'd really like to give credit where credit is due but this reporter completely snowed trump because what you're about to hear is a reporter uh saying uh are you going to be the bigger man are, are you going right. to testify? Are you going to try to be the bigger man? And of course, Donald Trump responds to that in order to in order to one up Hillary Clinton. Oh, Of course, I'm going to testify under oath. If Hillary didn't, I'm going to do it because I'm better than Hillary. Yeah. You know what? This this motherfucker is Cartman from South Park.
0: He
3: is. <laughs> Only not as funny or nice. <laughs> right. She right?
1: would do it under
2: oath. If you didn't do it if you didn't know about Hillary then you're not a much of it a So you're going to do it under oath. oath.
0: Say it. to That's reach a help. higher standard,
1: you would do it under oath. Oh, I would do it under oath. Yes. See, to reach a higher standard, you would do it under oath. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yes, I, I would, of course I would."
3: Now he's telling his lawyers, "We got to do it tomorrow."
1: <laughs> right.
3: And they're like, Wah! They're just no! No, I know their cardiologists are going crazy right now.
1: They need to put one of those, you know, one of those uh, terrible dog training collars that has a, <laughs> the electric shock things on the side, oh my God. And, and they need to get one of those buttons where every time he starts to say, "Oh yes, I'm, I'm going to tell them everything," ow, 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 stop shocking me, Jay Sekulow. Okay, so back to the reporters. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell them everything I know about how I colluded with Russia. <laughs> Stop shocking me, John Dowd. Stop, well, sho- it- Stop shocking me, John Dowd.
3: I know that they are trying to work out some sort of parameters about yeah. how he's going to be questioned. Uh-huh. But I would imagine, just like in court, if the witness opens up another line of questioning, they should be allowed to question that. Yeah. I've never been questioned by the feds or... Well, least for that matter, but I assume that if you're, because they're going to arrange some sort of parameters about the interview, which is right. smart on their part. Yeah. But I would imagine that if Trump like goes off on an answer and there's additional questions that have nothing to do with the parameters because he, he <laughs> tends to bloviate and talk a lot. <laughs> right. I would imagine that then those uh, investigators would be allowed to then follow up question. I don't know. Maybe the lawyers can stop in and say, no, that's out of, the parameter yeah. which well, well that's where a the, that's rejection. where the sh-
1: that's where the shot caller comes in handy so <laughs> even if he's in front of the grand jury testifying under oath and they can hear hear through the door that he's about to say something like for example when when you were in uh, in in Moscow to uh, talk about the uh, what was it the Mr Universe pageant what else did you do there Mr Trump well i i can tell you this i am not going to tell you about the underage girls who showed up at my hotel hey!
3: Ow, ow! I think it would be a combination of both. <laughs> right.
1: So uh, that's just Trump willingly volunteering information to the grand jury just to make himself seem like a like a cool guy. I can he just totally, to, uh, to- totally see that. All right, let's get let's get back to this.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Do you trust no, the FBI? I would do it. Do you,
0: trust you trust the FBI? Well, we're
2: gonna see. I mean, I am very disturbed, as is the general, as is everybody else that is intelligent. When you look at five months. <laughs> This is late, great Rosemary Woods, right? With a step, right? This is a large-scale version. 18 minutes. This is, that was 18 minutes. This is five months.
1: He's talking about the missing part of the Watergate tape. And of course, right, you know, of course, right, Ty Cobb is in the other room going, no, don't talk about Watergate. Ah, Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have brought up the gap of missing audio from the Nixon tapes. Not like I have any tapes, but if I do have (laughs) tapes, I have deleted all of them.
3: Oh, no, no. (laughs) Well, it's, it's like, dude, seriously, Watergate took two and a half years. This is going way faster.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just like... Make things much worse for yourself, Mr. Trump, by bringing up Watergate. Watergate. <laughs> that's a that's a perfect metaphor to bring up during a conversation with reporters who are all recording your stupid, stupid, stupid words. <laughs> Andy, Watergate, perfect metaphor when I'm talking about Russia and collusion. And there's no collusion, by the way.
2: And uh, they say it's fifty thousand texts, and it's prime time.
1: Mm-hmm. Prime time. There it is What what is wait, 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 wait is, shut up, Trump. What what is what, what is what does that mean? Yeah, what is prime t- and it's prime time. I have no idea. is that like when he says big league? Is he is maybe. this is prime time the new big league? Is that what that is? I, I guess. it well, is. Well,
3: he's. I think he thinks he's just on a TV show, uh, <laughs> and and, right. and we just need the producers of the Truman Show to set this up for him, uh-huh. and we put him under the dome, and then have I don't know Hillary Clinton be president.
1: <laughs> That's right. You know, Jody, I had this idea. Uh, I think on the on the previous show, or maybe it was on the after party. I forget. I forget what I had for <laughs> breakfast this morning, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, said, you know, if Trump is removed from office through impeachment or the Twenty Fifth Amendment or something like this, I think we should do what what they did with the uh, Lance Armstrong's seven Tour de France victories. Just not have a, a, a president for this period of time. Uh, we didn't like completely erase Donald Trump from the history books. Yeah, Donald Trump was there, but we're not going The history books aren't going to record him as actually being president. And and for the the period of time from. Uh, January 20th, 2017, until the day he steps out of the, the, uh, the White House, that'll just be blank. That'll just be a blank <laughs> space in the, uh, in the history books. I It'll think just be redacted. I, I think that's a great idea and an idea that will obviously never, ever, ever, ever happen. But, but you Bobby know,
3: Ewing will come out of the shower.
1: <laughs> I dare to dream, right?
3: Roseanne uh, and Dan will not have won the lottery. <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs>
1: exactly right. McCabe Goodbye, go. Should, McCabe go, there, Should McCabe go, Mr. President?
2: Should McCabe go? Well, McCabe got more than $500,000 from essentially oh, Hillary this. Clinton, yeah. and is he investigating Hillary Clinton? So should he go? Do you remember, did anybody hear many of my speeches where I talked about McCabe? Yeah. He was the star of my speech. This isn't now. And I said, a man who was man- more or less in charge of her, th- got, the wife got $500,000 from Terry. Now, Terry is Hillary. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean. Do so you regret having this, him as your acting FBI director then? You know what? I keep out of it. Mm-hmm. You'd find that hard <laughs> to believe. I keep out of it. I do yeah. find that That's hard the to way believe. Fell. <laughs> He's been there. It's one of those things. But he was the star of many of my speeches. Very, Because so he got from five did to 700000 whatever the number was. Did you ask Got me that, you money that money for the wife. And yeah, did you, and, you, did know, you in ask Virginia, him who he voted for? It's very interesting. Wait, in Virginia, Virginia you don't have to spend the money. So, I never checked as to whether or not they spent the money on the campaign. How much of the money?
1: I never checked, which means I never heard that on Fox News Channel, and specifically from Steve Ducey.
3: They have it's very transparent in Virginia. You can actually look up what she spent, and apparently she spent all of her money on her campaign.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely, and and of course Andrew McCabe recused himself from having mm-hmm. to do it with any investigations in, involving Virginia. So there, yes, was... and he
3: notified everybody that she was running, so that he would stay out of that
1: business. Exactly right. Everything was done on the level. There is no mm-hmm. doubt about that, and it's just it's always funny hearing Donald Trump of all people. Let's remember, this is Donald Trump we're talking about here, <laughs> impugning the integrity and the character of other people who are either lifelong public servants who have Lifelong been... Republicans a lot. Yeah, exactly. Republicans do. <laughs> you spend in the campaign, you know? She, how much,
2: how much, how much round, was we it? Wait, how much of the did money Did you was ask spent? who we voted you for? You know, I know. Did how you much ask, is- you ask How much did you ask who we voted for? for? Did you ask I don't think so. No. You don't think you did? Oh, no, don't yeah, you did. did. You not. I don't know what's the big deal with that. Because I would ask you who you, who did you vote for? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I don't think it's a big deal. But I
2: don't remember that. I, you know, I saw that this morning. I don't remember asking him that question. Is it possible
0: you before. did? Is it, is it I don't remember
1: as- not remembering conversations that he had. No, no, totally not a sign of dementia at all. But I thought he had the best memory, Bob. He has the best memory. He's a very stable genius.
2: Oh God. God. The question. You think no I remember? I, remember I think it's it. also a very unimportant question. Okay. But I don't <laughs> not remember. Not Hey, Chief. D- will, D- will you D- do D- me D- a D- favor? D-
0: when we come back,
2: when we come back, I want you to have a deal. Okay? See yeah, if you yeah, can yeah. Have, a... <laughs> back, you have a deal. One dog. Okay. Thank yeah, you, Mr. President.
3: Is it okay? We can use
2: all the audio. We can use all the nice and not. You don't repeat and this and that. Just one nice.
1: Okay. okay, Mr. Okay. President, okay. What what, what, you don't what? repeat in this and that. Oh, okay, what? sure, I will not repeat and, this and, it. and that. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. So, what the, the hell? That's the, uh, that's the extent of that tape. I, I, you know, I hope
3: it, he and Melania are having a lovely anniversary.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I, you know, and the thing here's the thing with Melania. I know Bill Maher was on Friday and I talked about how uh, Melania deserves a Me Too moment, and uh, I, I kind of agree with that. But then again, at the same time. She knew. I mean, Melania yeah. had to know what she was getting her- herself into, right?
3: There are two first wives that could tell her.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's not like there wasn't any published history of Donald Trump's shenanigans uh, right. at various levels, be it business or personal. Uh, it, it's all out there. You know, and the same thing can be said, of course, for all the MAGA hats as well, because the MAGA right. hats are they, they jumped aboard the Trump train knowing that there is like a well-documented series of events involving Donald Trump being just an unmitigated dick.
0: You dick!
1: And, and just, <laughs> it's all there. They can look it up. There was the internet. There was still the internet when the uh, uh, 2016 election started. I don't even know that, uh, Jody, but, but... There was the internet then? Yeah, because when people started climbing aboard the Trump train and supporting Donald Trump for president, there was the internet that they could have used through something called Google... And they could have actually <laughs> searched what Donald Trump has been up to, you know, for the previous seventy years of his life, and and discovered. There's also, I'm told, books. I mean, I think there's a mm-hmm. few books about Don- Donald Trump. There
3: was that great frontline special between that was the A B of Hillary Clinton and oh, Donald
1: yeah. Trump. Yeah, that Which, was
3: an amazing special. I, I
1: love that special. It was a, just such a so well done and such a perfect mm-hmm. contrast between the two candidates. But I mean, going back to Melania. She had to know what she was getting herself into. She had to know that this was not going to be. And I'm sure he's charming when it comes to that stuff. Like, oh, this is going to be completely different. I won't cheat on you. I won't be an asshole. I won't be, you know, I won't be abusive. I won't You're
3: che- the best one I've ever had.
1: <sighs> right. God. All the same lines right. of bullshit that. Every woman listening to the sound of my voice has probably heard from a guy at some point or another. But but of course, with Donald Trump, it's amplified tenfold. And then at the same time, you have at your disposal, just like with uh, being able to look up Donald Trump's history in books and on the Internet, you know, you know, because, of course, there's. There's Ivana, and then there's Marla Maples, and then there's all the cheating, and then we're hearing about hundreds and hundreds of women that they've been trying to... Well, Stormy Daniels,
3: Jackie Schechner pointed out how much Stormy Daniels looks like Marla Maples.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and also she looks a little bit like Ivanka. Ivanka, yeah. Very, very similar types. So so there's that. There's that too. Okay, so, uh, all right, lots still to talk about on the show this morning, but let's... uh Let's talk about our Patreon page, because we're, we're getting closer and closer to 800 patrons on our Patreon page, which is incredible. And we're getting closer and closer to being able to do a big Wednesday show, Jody. And uh, there, there are many reasons I want to do a Wednesday show. Mainly because there's just not enough news to fit into Tuesdays and Thursdays, but also because I want to get additional guests onto the show on a regular basis. Jen Kirkman, comedian Jen Kirkman, and, love her. Uh, David Ferguson. I want to get David Ferguson on the yeah. show. I want to get Jody Hamilton on the show more often. Oh, wait, she's hi.
3: fantastic.
1: She's the best. <laughs> Jody on the show, uh, but actually you're already on the show. So. <laughs> uh, get Kimberly. I want to get Kimberly Johnson on the free yeah. show too. I mean, she, you hear Kimberly Johnson on the after party every Friday, but she's very seldom on the on the free show. So let's yeah, make, very rarely. Let's make this happen. So if everyone listening signed up for just one dollar a month, I mean, we have tens and tens and tens and thousands of uh, downloads of every show. And so if everyone who is actually downloading and listening to this show signed up at just one dollar a month at our Patreon page. We'd far exceed our goal. Also, let's talk about subscribing at $15 a month. That's our top level. Here's all the stuff that you get for just $1.88 per show. That's $15 a month. In addition to the free Tuesday and Thursday shows, you get two post-mortem shows per week, plus the Friday after party with Kimberly Johnson, and, uh, and all kinds of extras, including my reading of the Steel dossier for free. And plus, we'll take out all the commercials from the shows too but only if you sign up at $15 a month. Just go to bobseska.com and click the all-caps Patreon link just beneath the logo at the top of the page. And please go, go and tell all your friends. The Bob Seska Show.
2: The Bob Seska Show.
1: Okay, welcome back to today's show. Don't forget to go shopping through our Amazon link. At BobSesco.com, it's the all caps app Amazon link just beneath the logo, just right next to our Patreon link. And uh, you can go shopping as normal. It takes you right to the front page of Amazon.com. You can go shopping as you normally do at Amazon. But we collect a small fee from some of the things you buy there, right? Thank you for doing that. Oh, Traveling Willberry's here. There's a meme going around today. Actually, it's a, it's a tweet that scared the hell out of me, Jody. What what happened? Uh, this <laughs> this tweet about the traveling Wilburys basically said uh, it just gave us the age of all of the Wilburys. Oh no! When the album came out in 1988, right? Uh, let's go through the list here. Bob Dylan was 47.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Jeff Lynne was 41. Mm-hmm. Tom Petty was 37. Mm. Roy Orbison was only 52. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. And and George Harrison was 45 when the Traveling Wilburys came out. They seemed ancient, ancient when that album (laughs) came out. And now I'm older than one, two, three of the Traveling Wilburys. Me too. There are only two Wilburys who are older than me, and and one of them is just a year older than me. And not even that. I'm going to be 47 in July. I think I'm only younger than Roy because he's the one that was 52. I mean, because Roy Orbison, when that album came out, seemed like he was 90. I mean, that's because <laughs> he'd
3: been around for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'd been around since the 50s, but I mean, it's just, the, the perspective is com- completely blowing me away. It's just like, oh, God, are you kidding me? I'm now older than three of the five Wilburys. That's not, there's something not right about that. But anyway. Well, I'm older than four of them. Oh, you know what? I, I wanted to mention something, too, about our Amazon link. I did something on Amazon.com today. That I was, I was shocked, and we, you know, we used to do this thing where we used to say we, we used to do the game stump the Amazon link, where we used to try to come up with things that uh, that Amazon might not have, but it always turned out that they had it. They had right. So, I remember that so many, so many products, right? And so uh, Kimberly Johnson and I uh, have a. A refrigerator in our kitchen, like you know, a lot of people do. I think most people. You have a refrigerator in your kitchen, right? I do. I do. It's yeah. a nice one. Well, this refrigerator actually broke. There was a part that that just snapped clean off of the door of the refrigerator, and it's like it was like the the railing on one of the shelves. You know, that, what were the two of you doing in the refrigerator, Bob? We were we were clearly having hot sex inside the refrigerator. We duh. <laughs> I'm six four. She's six feet tall. We wedged our bodies into the refrigerator somehow, and had, a
3: nine and a half weeks going on there P-
1: passionate sloppy sex inside the refrigerator yeah it was a lot of fun and we ended up breaking one like the railing around one of the shelves I- I inside the door weird like okay great now we're about to move and they're going to sock us for probably a thousand dollars for that part uh when we move out they're going to basically take all of our security deposit if, if they notice that this this railing on the the door shelf is missing inside the fridge refrigerator and so I went on Amazon just as lark, and I typed in the, uh, the, the, the maker of our refrigerator, Frigidaire, of course. Everyone's fridge, I think, is Frigidaire. <laughs> and they actually had this goddamn part. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that, they, that on Amazon.com, you can go there, and for, I think it was like $23, you can buy the plastic railing that goes around the middle shelf on the refrigerator door. I mean, awesome. That was in, that was an incredible thing and I go, "Well, thank you. Thank you Amazon. <laughs> I am so glad that they have welcomed the show back on with our Amazon link that I can now talk freely about how great Amazon is." All right. So that's uh so that's that. All right, let's talk about the deep state coup a little bit here. Uh we talked about how this uh secret society thing has completely fallen apart. There's also this Devin Nunes memo which is just the biggest canard in the world. This is such a joke. It is such a scam. Essentially, what they've done is made up a bunch of crap about FBI malfeasance and uh, and surveillance abuses, right? Yep. And they've created a memo, which now they're not going to release. And why aren't they going to release it? Why aren't they going to send it to the FBI? Because it's bullshit, and they'll look like idiots if they do it. The whole idea was the... The leaking of the idea of there being a memo that has alleged uh, impropriety by the FBI uh, mentioned in there so that all of the deep state coup people can say, hey, look, look, the FBI is doing bad shit. Mm -hmm. And of course, they're not. They're not, and they're not going to release this memo because it will make Devin Nunes and all the people responsible for it look like an idiot, just like Ron Johnson and all the others look like an idiot. Trey Gowdy, too, look like a big, ridiculous idiot talking about the secret society thing now fully debunked by ABC News. So what this memo is probably going to say, if anything... Is that various Trump campaign officials were caught up in surveillance traps set by the FBI? Now, if you remember uh, your your Edward Snowden documents, yeah, the FISA Amendments Act of 2008 contained a section called Section 702, and what 702 generally generally speaking, what 702 does is it allows uh, the intelligence community to spy on or eavesdrop on or wiretap, whatever whatever uh, word you want to use, foreign targets. Because, right. of course, the F in FISA stands for foreign. It's about right. foreign intelligence. Uh, surveillance. Uh, surveillance, surveillance right. Yeah. Exactly. And so when, when someone overseas who is a target of intelligence community surveillance, whether it's the NSA or the FBI or wh- whatever agency, when there's a foreign target Talking to someone inside the United States, or what they call a U.S. person, the the side of the conversation by this U.S. person is also collected. But at at the, in the process of collecting it, th- that person's information, the U.S. person's information, any identifying information, the name, et cetera, the metadata that all is minimized. What is called minimization occurs at that point where you know names are redacted, identifying okay. information is all redacted and disguised. So analysts inside the intelligence community can't see the identifying information of American citizens where their information has been collected without a warrant, right? Right, right. So in practice, regarding the Trump campaign, there were many, many Trump officials talking to Russians and people in Turkey and people in Ukraine and people in Kazakhstan and people in Georgia there were lots of conversations going on uh and and we know this for a fact because in a bunch of the reporting that we've seen this year uh we have seen uh mentions of you know Jared Kushner or Mike Flynn being picked up in intercepts right right so how that is how that occurred is that <laughs> Mike Flynn, Jared Kushner, I I, I think, I could be wrong on this, but Don Jr. I think was also picked up on an intercept. They were communicating with people inside Russia, targets of surveillance inside Russia, et cetera. I think the UAE, I think there was also some communications with the UAE. Uh, Remember the Seashells uh, meeting and so on. So uh, what happened was, is these communications were picked up, the names of the Trump campaign people were of course minimized per the rules of section 702 which by the way we should also throw this in as a side note donald trump just signed the reauthorization of section 702 he sure did so what happened was when the intelligent community determined that uh some of these names or this is the potential because because right now from this point forward in the, the story i'm telling we don't know exactly what's in this nunez memo we don't know exactly how the names were arrived upon, how the Trump campaign people's names were arrived upon in, these, in the context of these intercepts. But what we can assume is that the FBI received warrants from the FISA court to unmask the names of the Trump officials. Now, yeah. this is pro- Jody, this is probably going to be where Devin Nunes, De- Devin Nunes steps in and says, uh, wait a minute, guys, no, no, no. There's no, you can't do that, that's wrong. I don't know why. That's my Devin Nunez voice. I don't know why that's his voice. I don't know why. It works for me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing it that way. Um, yeah, Devin Nunez is an old queen. He's like, no, no, guys, stop. <laughs> no. Stop all of this nonsense. This is getting too silly. I'm going <laughs> to write a memo that? now. <laughs> I don't know why. But that's how I picture Devin Nunez talking. But uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's probably what's in the Nunez memo. Something about 702. And what we know... Uh, If we rewind to 2013 and 2014 with the Snowden documents and all of the Greenwald reporting and so on in the Guardian, et cetera, et cetera, is that this is a topic that can very easily be obscured to seem like it's something that it's not something that seems more malicious than it actually is. Yeah. And there is an again. The idea of collection of communications by U.S. persons, that process is greatly minimized so that there's no... Uh, invasions of privacy, no violations of civil, li- civil liberties. What eventually happens is, again, if that information wants to be looked at by the intelligence community, by analysts and so forth, they have to go to this secret FISA court mm-hmm. and get permission from the judges to, to look at that information.
3: It's got to be all Democratic judges, though, right? This is, <laughs> yeah, this is a big conspiracy.
1: Right, right. It's got to be Just all. Just making sure. Yeah, they're all conspirators, right? They're all in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, uh, the Justice Department warned the House Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin Nunes That releasing the memo would be extraordinarily reckless The uh, memo claims that the FBI abused its power under the uh, FISA Act In order to spy on the Trump campaign This is from the New York Times today And of course, the, you know, this is something that they're going to do recklessly Why? Because of course they're the law and order people Right. <laughs> They're fine with uh, leaking classified information and at the same time screaming when someone else leaks classified information.
3: Well, didn't Chuck Grassley just complain because of D- Diane Feinstein releasing stuff and he's like, well, now nobody's going to testify?
1: Yeah, Chuck Grassley said that, uh, that Jared Kushner is now spooked. Like, Jared Kushner doesn't want to testify uh, before Chuck Grassley's committee because he's spooked by the releasing of the Fusion GPS transfer.
3: Yeah, I have a feeling that he's spooked regardless.
1: <laughs> right, he's just generally spooked. Uh, he talks
3: like this. He has a really nice high voice. <laughs>
1: right. And his hair completely hairless face. Yes. Uh, okay, so meanwhile, Democrats on the Judiciary Committee want to share Trump Jr.'s testimony with Robert Mueller. I uh, like that. Yeah, this is a great idea. I, I want to actually see this because what, what they're going to do is if the Nunes memo drops, they're going to retaliate by dropping the Trump Jr. testimony in the same way Dianne Feinstein dropped the Fusion GPS oh, testimony. Oh, yeah. So this is this is a slowly building process, which right now seems kind of fun because their crazy conspiracy theories are falling apart. But this is what could lead us to the idea of a constitutional crisis. Yeah. Where there becomes this major, major conflict between the Justice Department which again is being run right now by Republicans and Trump appointees, Sessions, uh, <coughs> Rosenstein, Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, uh, you know, and on down the line. These are all Republicans, and and so the fight is going to be between Republicans and Republicans. Yep. Make no mistake about this. And then of course, there Trump is going to frame this, and he continues to frame it as being the Democrats because it's a, of course, it's a Democrat hoax, right? naturally so so we'll see uh we'll see what happens i i absolutely want to see the trump jr testimony because remember what happened and rachel maddow reminded of us of this last night that uh the the day of jr's testimony once he wrapped up uh there was a memo issued by you know what i forget the name of the democratic senator It's completely slipping my mind right now. But suffice to say, the memo that went out to uh, just the general public, to the press and so on, was basically the statute about perjury, (laughs) about lying to uh, congressional committees. Uh, So it's very obvious that Don Jr. just was full of shit in his testimony. By the way, go go to my Twitter feed once you're done listening to the show. And look at the Don Jr. Uh, I refer to it as the "Behind the Suck" episode <laughs> of, about Don Jr.'s life and times, uh, featuring and Alyssa,
3: Alyssa Milano. Yeah, Alyssa Love Milano, yeah, Alyssa Milano
1: narrated it, and it's got lots of great uh, douchebag photos of uh, of Don Jr. and basically this guy's entire history. And you know what? I've discovered myself that it's actually more fun to troll Don Jr. than <laughs> okay. it is to troll the president. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, he falls for it. He thinks that Ellen DeGeneres is part of the deep state, and she's like, "I don't even know what that is."
1: Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, Don Jr. thinks everyone's part of the deep state. Speaking of uh, the people surrounding all of the president's men, so to speak, <laughs> why do you think the president took so many staffers to Davos with him? The I don't list, no, the list of people, Jody is. Huge. And this is this is just a partial list. This is, uh, again, the uh, intrepid work of Rachel Maddow, putting together this gigantic list of all of the people who are traveling to Davos with the president for some effed up reason but i guess what he's saying he's going there to, to tell everybody how he's uh, uh making america great again i guess that's which the... is
3: really good on an international stage
1: <laughs> right but at the same time there are lots of people from russia also appearing and we'll get to that list in a second all right so here's all the white house people going to uh to davos or her in davos right now uh of course the president himself donald trump Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin, Chief of Staff, John Kelly, Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, National Security Advisor, H.R. McMaster, Director of National Economic Council, Gary Cohn, Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross, who, by the way, is probably napping because (laughs) we heard from Donald Trump this week that Wilbur Ross likes to fall asleep in cabinet meetings. Hmm, Well, I would, too. So unfair. So unfair that he can't stay awake for Trump's words, his brilliant words. (laughs) Uh, senior advisor to the president, Jared Kushner, is going. Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry, is is going. Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, is going. Secretary of Labor, Alex Acosta, is there. Secretary of Transportation, Elaine Cho. Uh, U.S. Trade Representative, uh, Ambassador uh, Robert, I can't read the last name, Lighthizer? I guess that's his that, name.
3: That's a good guess.
1: Administrator to the U.S. Agency of International Development, Mark Green, Director of the National Institutes of Health, Dr. Francis Collins. Good Lord. Commissioner of Food and Drugs, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, uh, Assistant to the President for Homeland Security and Counterterrorism, Tom Bossert, Director of Strategic Initiatives, Chris Liddell. And that's the list of the people we know of. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Anderson Bruford, Wakeman, and Howe said yesterday that there are more people than just that list who have gone to Davos with the president.
3: They forgot the kitchen sink in the White House. <laughs> right, right. But that's about it.
1: I mean, I'm surprised I wasn't invited, too. I mean, it's like I mean, basically seriously. everybody. But... Uh, the, the, here are the Russians also going to Davos. Okay,
3: good luck with the last names.
1: Go. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the last <laughs> names of the ones that I know, the ones that I know <laughs> I can pronounce. Sergei Gorkov, the head of the uh, Bank, VEB, that's the the state run Kremlin bank that's basically a uh, you know a flow through for billions and billions of uh, of oligarch money. Uh, let's see. Let's see. One two. P- two people from VEB, one, two, three, four, five, six people from the VTB bank, which is separate, but we've heard about VTB in, in recent news. Andre Kostin, a few people from my favorite Russian bank, the Spurbank.
3: Bank. <laughs> Sounds like sperm, which is real.
1: Spurbank, Spurbank. That's uh. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six people from Spurbank. Uh, let's see. Oleg Deripaska is going. He is the. Uh, he is the. What? He's the aluminum king of Russia. Right. He's, he's also the guy who has deep, deep ties to Paul Manafort and and other Trump people uh big time big time oligarch uh, let's see basic uh, someone from basic element russian direct investment usm holdings limited kaspersky two people from two people from kaspersky lab oh no oh, that's my not god good. so yeah so we don't know whether or not any uh trump people are meeting with any of these russian people but they're all going to be in the same place aren't they they're all going to be the, in, oh, Jesus. all
3: the i uh, think they're just going to play naked twister
1: <laughs> that's even better that's even better. So that's, that's all the people going to Davos. For some reason, we don't know. I mean, Trump is the first president to go to Davos. <sighs> but he's already met with what? He met with uh, Theresa May this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you notice that Donald Trump, whenever he's in these meetings, sits exactly the same way?
3: Yes, I have noticed that. It's the weirdest thing. He kind of, it's a weird like, it's a weird sitting position that he's got and he just doesn't change it.
1: Yeah, he leans way forward He's got his hands making a, a, a like a dick tent with his hands. <laughs> and and he sits like that every time he's sitting in a regular chair. All the time. Leans forward, uh, elbows on his legs with his hands making the dick tent. And and so that's what that's what Donald he does that I don't understand why he does that every time. These are the things that I think are creating my Trump psychosis in my head.
3: They keep you up at night. These are the things that keep you up at night.
1: It's just these are baffling Trump things that I don't understand. Like, why does he sit like that whenever he's doing something that where there's not a desk in front of him, but he's sitting? And then when (laughs) when there is a desk in front of him, he's got both of his elbows on the on the table. Right. And then he's grasping his left wrist with his right hand. Every single time, watch the footage of him in cabinet. I'm starting to sound crazy, even to myself. It's like, oh my God, Bob's got total Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> Noticing how Trump sits all the time. These are just the things that I, I, I focus on sometimes. Like, I don't, what makes this guy tick? Why does he do the same things in certain settings every time? Like when he's on TV, always shot from the right side always the right side of his face in tv interviews when he's sitting at the in the cabinet meetings always with the one right hand grasping his left wrist always hmm. when he's sitting for interviews with no table in front of him always with the dick tent why does he do these things
3: okay bob i think you need some help
1: i think we uh. need to i think we need to take a break and then wrap up the show <laughs> let's do that huh
0: you can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out
1: Bob Seska.
3: This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Mm-hmm. Welcome back to our Thursday show. More horns right here. Yeah, I love it. Of- I'm getting old so I'm loving the uh, horn ensembles and my rock music. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm listening to more Peter Cetera these days cuz yeah. I I guess now at uh, going on 47 I finally reached the adult contemporary demographic. <laughs> Thank Peter you very Cetera's much. Peter great. I love Peter Cetera. I love uh, I love Chicago. Chicago
3: love- was great, Peter Cetera on his own.
1: I am just I I said on Tuesday's show Jody. I I'm just I go through these uh, phases where I fall in love with uh, certain bands, and right now I'm, I just I fell in love with Chicago for some reason. I've, I've known Chicago, I've listened to Chicago, I've had Chicago albums for many, many years now, but just suddenly I just I can't get enough of Chicago. It's the weirdest a friend of mine, thing.
3: A friend of mine played bass for Peter Cetera years
1: ago. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, of course, I mean, he was like the king of adult contemporary in the 80s and oh, 90s. Oh, yeah. Holy hell, him and his uh, his uh, David Foster penned ballads. All right. Um <laughs> So, I want to talk about this guy. Where's the plane? Cenk Uger has... Uh, oh,
3: my favorite.
1: <laughs> I know, he's everyone's favorite, isn't he? Uh, he's got a little little trouble over there at uh, the Young Turks. Not only has he been wrapped up in the Me Too movement and accused of uh, of mistreatment of... Uh, I think at least one woman has come forward about Cenk. No. Isn't that a shock? I am- Color me shocked. <laughs> Meanwhile... Uh, according to BuzzFeed, a black journalist has filed a complaint against uh, the Young Turks for racial discrimination. Uh oh! A former reporter for YouTube-centric politi- political media company, the Young Turks, has filed a racial discrimination claim against the progressive news outlet. Andrew Jarrell Jones, a black journalist who whose work has appeared in the Guardian and the Intercept, alleges that the Young Turks founder and CEO Jenk Uger told him. <laughs> Complaining about racial biases within the company was a fireable offense. What? And that he should shut the fuck up and deal. Where's the plane? Right. Whoa. This is horrible. If if this is true, this is horrible, horrible shit. I mean, I already didn't like Jank, and the re- the specific reason I don't like Jank is one because he's got this effing purity test with his right. candidates, right? So there's that. The other thing was, is during the Snowden shit, Cenk made it a, a point on his show to go after me on a regular basis on his show, but not invite me on to respond. Where's the play? <laughs> what so, is he, Fox News? <laughs> so never once did I get a call saying, because I used to be on Cenk's show all the time. I was on his MSNBC show. I mean, I was actually on the television show, The Young Turks on MSNBC. I was on his radio show a bunch of times. You can hear the clips online, on YouTube and so forth. And I was also participating in one of his uh, of video blog efforts that he was doing for a while there. I did a few videos for that. And so, so, but when it came to the the Snowden shit, uh, I was very critical of Snowden. I was very critical of Glenn Greenwald. Same C- here. Cenk didn't like it, right? And so so Cenk criticized me on a show on a regular basis, said a lot of untrue things about what I was saying, and then yet didn't invite me on the show to respond. So I've had a... I've had a chip on my shoulder about that for a while now, but it looks like my my uh, uh, my is dissatisf- a bitch. Yeah, my dissatisfaction with Jank is uh, is actually warranted. I feel a, a little vindicated now uh, because he's apparently told this guy Andrew Jarrell Jones, this journalist, that if he complains about racial discrimination, it's a fireable offense. He's like, if you say that we're racist, we're going to fire you.
3: That's against the law, isn't
1: it? Yeah, of course, Jenk borrowing from the Donald Trump handbook and making things worse for himself. You know, the guy wants to complain about mm. racial discrimination, and Jenk says, oh, we're going to fire you if you do that. <laughs> Smart. Smart move. And then, oh, the, the, guy, the guy complaining about racism inside the Young Turks should shut the fuck up and deal. Right. That's the actual quote. In a statement to BuzzFeed News, of course, Uyghur uh, said, uh, the quotes attributed to me in the workplace are completely false. The complaint was filed in the, uh, with the New York State Division of Human Rights alleged that Jones, unlike his white colleagues, dealt with shifting expectations, unclear deadlines, and a lack of travel budget for investigative stories. Well, that last thing could be true. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. that the Young Turks... I guess the Young Turks have a lot of investment capital they can use, but who knows. Jones said that he complained to executives that his boss, Jonathan Larson, treated other reporters in the Young Turks Investigates group less harshly, and that he faced uh, improper charges of insubordination and poor performance. Jones said that he was uh, contacted by David Kohler, one of the founders of the Young Turks, who told him he would begin an investigation into his complaint of racial discrimination, but nobody ever followed up with him. The complaint alleges that another executive called Jones shortly thereafter and made a veiled threat. Whoa. Saying if this all works out, you are under Larson, but he may also discontinue your services. Whoa, that's like uh, you're going to be fired. Uh, Uger said in the in the statement, "I thought Andrew was a good guy when he worked here. I'll leave comments about his work to the legal proceedings. It's really unfortunate that he has decided to work with a lawyer who has now brought two different, unrelated actions against us." Of course, we care a great deal about diversity in the workplace. That is part and parcel of what we do and who we are. We will defend our record and not give in to baseless demands. Also, uh, uh, Jenk added, where's the plane? Wants to know know where that plane is. Still looking for that plane. You know
3: what? (sighs) I know people that work in the airline industry and the gate agents get so much shit. All the time, like it's their fault that the plane's not there. It's their fault that you know. It's like these poor people have to deal with so much
1: crap. Oh, I know, I know. And and Jank made a huge scene at that airport he when did. that plane was. It was late. so stupid of him. It's like by screaming at the gate agents, they can't fly the planes to the the gate faster if Jank is standing there screaming.
3: Where's the plane? Oh my God. I mean, what did he think that he wasn't going to... In this day and age, you start making a scene, you're getting recorded whether you're famous or not.
1: That's right. That's right. So, uh, so, so that's that story. We, you know, we got a lot we didn't get to, so thank goodness there's the post-mortem show, which we're going to do uh, right after this music stops playing. So actually, if you're listening and subscribed it's $15 a month, and if you're, you're listening on our Patreon page at the $15 level, if you keep listening, the post show is going to start in this audio file. So, you will hear it. You don't have to download it separately. You get it all in one big, sweet smelling package. All <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Uh, plugs, plugs. Jody Hamilton can be heard uh, at from the bunker.com and on Twitter at from, from the, the bunker J- JR. From the bunker JR. Right. There you go. Buzz Burbank's at buzzburbank.com and at Michael J. Elston. Jackie Scheckner, it can be found at investigaterussia.org and at Jackie Scheckner. Stephanie Miller Show is at Stephanie Miller Show. Or, no, I'm sorry, Stephanie Don't go to Stephanie Miller I think that might be yeah, something you else.
3: You won't find it.
1: Right. So it's uh, StephanieMiller.com and at Steph Miller Show on Twitter. Make sure to sign up for a Steph Cast subscription. Uh, Kimberly Johnson's at patreon.com/slash startmeup. That's her podcast. And at author Kimberly on Twitter. David Ferguson's at facebook.com slash compromat band. And at trextasy on Twitter. And uh, you can get Jen Kirkman's tour dates at jenkirkman.com. All right, lots to talk about. Still on the show. Coming up on the postmortem show, actually. We'll see you over there, folks. Bye bye.